Welcome to Streams of Progress, where we bring you weekly conversations with many of the UAE's prominent leaders and thinkers. Each of our guests are actively contributing to the vitality of the UAE community and economy. Our goal in the podcast is to inspire you to drive progress in your professional and personal life. Hey everyone, this is Manrod. We were recently at the 2020 STEP conference where we had the chance to sit down with various speakers who shared interesting insights into future trends and the MENA startup ecosystem as a whole. The following mini episode is one of those conversations. We hope you enjoy hearing the insights they shared with us. So let's jump right into it. Hey, I'm Jeremiah Ao Yang, a Silicon Valley industry analyst of Kaleido Insights. Just did a keynote here at a STEP. Obviously, we don't have time to go through all of it. But what is the main takeaway? I presented a view into the future in six digital eras, and I laid out how they're all going to be stacked on top of each other, creating complexity. And what are those six digital eras? Sure. The first one, which the first two have already come and passed, it's the internet era. Number two is the social media era, which paved the way for now the collaborative economy, um, peer-based commerce, like, for example, Kareem, and there's um, some scooters zipping around now here uh, in um, Internet City. Uh, the, the next le- level, number four, is the autonomous era age. That's AI, self-driving cars, which are coming to Dubai. And number five is inner space. That is um, modern tech in our minds, bodies. That's um, t- inside of ourselves, augmenting the human. And number six, which is still kind of far off, is called outer space. So that's literally uh, humans leaving the planet. But more accessible is um, satellite data will be available for everybody on cloud services. So those are the six digital eras, and they stack on top of each other, and they're coming at a faster pace. And when you said that, the inner, the, the modern well-being. That's coming fast. That, I think we see it in with Calm. We see it with these yes. Headspace. We see it with these. Uh, Peloton, uh, also MyFitnessPal, and Fitbit was acquired by Google for $1.5 billion or something like that just like two months ago. So basically, these large tech companies are now tracking all of our movement and our heart rate and how we sleep and, and, and how we think. And, and, and essentially, the thesis that I have is they will not only predict how we're going to live, but they can actually predict down to the month when we will die, which year, it, and, and, and they're going to monetize that because they can sell that data back to you. Here's what you can do in order to live a longer life. And so that, that's extremely powerful and scary at the same time. And I think that also comes back into our actual physical space. So I know you quickly showed on your slide, but you didn't go through it, Delos, where they're trying to standardize wellness. urban wellness yeah, living. That's right. Yeah, that could be at home. Uh, their focus is on the office. Uh, it could be the car. It could be you know a- anywhere where technology can personalize and shape that experience for you. Uh, I, I mean, ways. I mean, humans have always been trying to master the environment around us. That's what we do. There's obviously air conditioning here in Dubai, uh, but it can go even further. It can be personalized down to the human, down to the air quality or the food that we intake, or um, how the lights change when it's time to sleep. Things like that. I know you're a researcher. You understand what's going on in different startup ecosystems. There was something you actually noted, and you said how Silicon Valley startups or entrepreneurs tend to think globally. That's right. But you pointed out something about the Middle East. That's right. It's not limited to the Middle East. I see this in Asia as well, and also sometimes in Europe, that they tend to think about regional domination. Like, I want to be what I would hear, like, imagine five years ago, you know, a company called, it starts with, you know, Kareem. I want to be the Uber of the Middle East. I want to be the Airbnb of the Middle East. I want to be the X of the Middle East. And so they want to dominate the region and limit themselves to a certain cultural boundary, uh, which is fine. But in the long run, you're probably just going to get hit and 
hurt by the, the Silicon Valley, West Coast hyperscalers, or they're just going to acquire them. I mean, isn't that what happened to Kareem? Exactly. So I, I, the message I want to get out, and I'm Silicon Valley, but I want to say I think they, that every region, you got to think bigger and how to go global because that's, what is, that's who's getting funded in Silicon Valley is those tech companies that have a global domination plan. And, and I think that's really important for each region to stand up on their own. I mean, can I just make one more comment? We're sitting right here in front of the Internet City. We're here on the lake, and all around me are the tech companies on the sides of the buildings. They're all American. Yeah. You know, and, and so that, that tells you something, and, and it would be great to see some, some Arab tech giants, some blue-chip companies. Where are they? I would love to see that. You're definitely right, and it's not just our region. It's other it's regions around the global. Right. That's right. So what have you noticed about our ecosystem in the last few years? Like you, you mentioned that Cream now it was acquired. Do you see movement in our ecosystem? Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here, and, and for those that can't see, there's people are zipping around on scooters right now, which is great. You know, you, so you can see that the adoption of new tech and things are coming in. I'm assuming people have more wearables than ever and more data is being collected. Uh, obviously, the STEP conference itself while we're here has grown in size, and that's great. In fact, when I was here last, the Internet City was just the breaking ground and and i was in riyadh last year and i know they're moving fast in, into into growing and wanting to support a tech innovation ecosystem so i think that's key the most important thing beyond a beautiful campus or funding from the government or tax breaks is frankly a culture of innovation which means that you have to be open and willing to accept that the entrepreneur is probably going to fail four times but the fifth one is going to be um a win. So you, you need to get behind the entrepreneur and encourage them. So in Silicon Valley, if an entrepreneur fails a few times, you still get funded. And as long as you wear those as a lesson that you've advanced forward, then you're not going to be admonished. You're not going to be embarrassed. You're not going to be uh, shamed, which I see in other regions. I'm not talking about the Middle East, where that's not acceptable in Europe or Asia. And then, therefore, you cannot encourage a culture of innovation when, that, when the entrepreneur has failed. They've been shamed and ostracized. And that's, that's not going to work. I don't actually know how the culture is here, but that's just my general uh, global observation. That's one thing, and I think what adds to that is the risk of failure here has a cost. It's not the cheapest to start a company. There are a lot of processes. So that in itself adds an element of additional risk. So there is what you said, the cultural aspect, but there's also the, the financial risks are amplified in this region. So... So that's another reason why accelerators are so common in Silicon Valley um, and co-working spots like WeWork because the, um, you know, the cost of a startup is very cheap. You know, 10K, 20K, 30K, it's just do donated time from the entrepreneur. Of course, it's opportunity loss. They could be doing something else to generate revenue. But the cost of, of starting startups, you've got to bring that cost way down. And lastly, you mentioned Step Conference. What has your experience been, and what do you think is the role of a conference like this in our ecosystem? Well, I think this is a wonderful event, and I'm glad to see it continue to grow year over year. Um, the the large blue chip tech companies really are not present here to support the ecosystem. I see I see this event, and Raid does a wonderful job, and I see a lot of like hundreds of startups being here, but I don't necessarily see the, the, the traditional capital banks here. There's definitely plenty of VCs. I don't see the blue chips. I don't see the cloud service players here offering um, ways for them to quickly accelerate. I don't see the, the traditional corporations, for example, um, that there could be open innovation uh, players from the local banks, the, the energy companies, 
uh, the transportation companies are having open API platforms in order to help the entrepreneurs quickly no negotiate into the supply chain and value chain. It's just not present here. And, and so I think it's like they're operating in, it's just like a startup ecosystem, but not connected to the, to the, to the, to the greater business uh, sector. Uh, I definitely noticed that the government here is certainly here supporting the event, and that's fantastic. Um, so I would like to see uh, more of that in, in the future. There's like the separation of bubble where startup or corporate. It's both. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. It's both. And in fact, the mature uh, corporations have, you know, programs to support and promote entrepreneurs to come partner with them. And I and I think that's something we'll see that'll happen here in a few years. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts, Jeremiah. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can find more episodes from the 2020 Step Conference at streamsofprogress.com slash step 2020. We'd love to connect with you, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram or reach out via our website. If you can please take a few minutes to give us an honest rating on iTunes, this really makes a huge difference and improves our ability to reach more people in the UAE and beyond. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you next week on Streams of Progress.